Recruiters Live Lounge, episode 15. Firefish is a predictive recruitment sales and marketing platform that helps recruitment agencies like yours attract, engage and place more candidates with your clients. Go to firefishsoftware.com forward slash rec live lounge. Recruiters Live Lounge. Recruiters where you get to hang out with the most inspiring recruitment business leaders on the planet. Hosted by Roy Ripper. Okay, welcome everybody. Welcome back to Recruiters Live Lounge. And I am so excited today uh, to welcome Mr. Tim Watts. In fact, I should call him Dr. Tim Watts. Now, Tim is the lifetime president of uh, Pertemps Network. Uh, Pertemps is one of the UK's largest independent recruitment agencies. They employ over a thousand staff and uh, over 200 branches in 70 towns. Pertemps uh, network turns over in excess of 400 million pounds. Now this year, um, Pertemps will find temporary jobs for around 250,000 workers and place over 12,000 people in permanent work. If, 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 if you know anything about Pertemps, history-wise, you'll know that the company was started back in 1961 by Tim's mum. And I didn't know this, but she took a £500 loan, I think it was from her husband's employer, to start Pertemps back in 1961. And then Tim joined the company in 1970 as a young, fresh 19-year-old, but as a temporary worker, so you know, temp a temp within per temps, rising up to uh, to the position that he occupies now, lifetime president. Um, things that you might not know about Tim. Tim has given away, uh, uh, I think, somewhere up to forty percent of the business now, including share options, to people that work in the business. Um, I don't know of many business owners that that, that are able to do that and, and share. Final couple of facts for you. Tim is the vice president of the Spinal Injuries Association and has helped that particular charity and others raise millions. Uh, Tim is also the high sheriff for the West Midlands. Um, and that's a ceremony that dates back over a thousand years to uh, to Saxon times. Uh, I, I think that's amazing. It's It's one of the oldest... Um, uh, offices held in this country and, and Tim is the high sheriff so we've got to be careful um, and then the final thing is Tim was named as one of the most influential leaders uh, in the European staffing top 100 um, Tim I hope I got all of that right how are you? I'm fine, I'm fine very very good Tim tell us a bit about the work that you do at Pertemps Network well, since they made me lifetime president, not a lot. <laughs> okay, well, I, I, I know that's slightly different in that I know you're a busy, uh, a busy fellow. Um, Tim, I'm really keen to get, to get straight into this. And at the okay. Live Lounge, at Recruiters Live Lounge, we always like to kick off with um, a person's favourite success quote. What's yours? Oh, I think mine will always be, uh, yesterday I was clever. So I wanted to change the world. Today I'm wise and I'm trying to change myself. 
That's brilliant, uh, Tim. And why, why is that your favourite? Why is that your favourite? Because I think it took me half of my life to realise that in a battle against you and the world, the world is always going to win. So I think really the word I'm looking for is I learned to become pragmatic. Um, and I think that's wisdom. I was going to say, and it comes with age, doesn't it? I, you know, again, I, I know that as a youngster growing up, I felt that I could take on the world and I would possibly win. But I think as we get older, we learn that uh, it's a pointless battle. Roll with the blows and, and, and try and influence. But, um, but thank you. Thank you for that quote, Tim. Um, now, Tim, again, in the live lounge, um, you know, I told everybody there, our viewers there, about the success that you've had personally and Pertemps Network uh, has had as a business. Um, but we also know that um, behind every successful entrepreneur or business leader, um, there's usually been some adversity or some failure or setback. What, what's the biggest setback you've had personally in recruitment? In recruitment? Um... There's been lots of setbacks, no great dramatic one, but there are constant setbacks. Um, life isn't a straight line, it never has been, and probably doesn't need to be. What we have is a positive expectation of reaching our goal. I think that the word that I use and the word that I try and install in my people is a positive attitude. We do have things that go wrong. We are the mix, as you mentioned yourself. There are 200 outlets. Within that, there are 136 different businesses. We turned over last year over 600 million, not four. Uh, and that's just in Potence Network. There are about another 40 companies that are not in the main group and not all associated with employment agencies. Therefore, because the world is changing, we have to change with it. Uh, it's a kind of Kazan. So we are constantly reinventing ourselves. At the moment, one of the great uh, changes we're going through uh, is in our uh, IT. We embraced it hugely nearly 30 years ago, and we've been upgrading ever since. Uh, the board thought about two years ago we needed to change again. And so we're coming towards the end now of a complete rewrite of everything that we do. And we've gone over um, to a kind of multi-soft base on everything, using dynamics as a single tool, which will mean that the Potence Network Group uh, will only have two effective languages, whereas at one stage we had about eight. So it will make for the next move forward. We want to get to that magic one billion, and we hope to do that within two years. Um, we just needed a bigger and better platform to work off. Well, we spent about five million on that, and we spent a further five million on the front of house products to give us a new marketing edge. We believe that uh, our, our offering, if that's the right word, which is always free and confidential, the same as all my uh, competitors, needed to be sharpened up. And I'm not gonna tell them too much, but we're about to reintroduce 
uh, a whole new system of uh, job boards. And I use the word job board very loosely. Okay. Uh, we have completely reinvented them and we're about to relaunch them in a whole new format. Really, without being too clever, more in line with social media. Uh, they were more in line uh, with computer thinking previously. More like a live magazine rather than a static job board. Tim, that's that, that's brilliant, and 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 I really really look forward to uh, to, to seeing that. Um, Tim, I've known you and Pertemps for many many years, and. You know, I've got to say there are businesses that are that are larger than yours, very few, but there are businesses that are larger than yours that have never embraced technology in the way that I think Pertemps always has. So it's always always interesting to um, to hear the latest uh, the latest news from from you and Pertemps. Um, Tim, I'd like to move you into um, a question that again, you know, I like to ask all um, visitors to to the live lounge. It was that eureka moment, the light bulb moment. Now, I've told our viewers and listeners that uh, you joined the business when you were 19 years old, I think back in 1970. Um, At what point, sorry, not at what point, what was that light bulb moment for you when from the time that you joined to where you are now, the eureka moment when, when the lights went on? I think there was one. And I think it's quite easy for uh, uh, you and uh, your colleagues who are watching this to understand. Uh, My mom only ever opened the agency uh, because nobody would give her a job. She couldn't get one. She'd have been a cleaner. She'd have done anything but couldn't find a job. So as you quite rightly said, we uh, borrowed 500 pounds and the rest is history. Uh, We employ two and a half thousand people today. But actually, if my directors were in the room, they would correct me. Uh, we employ about 27,000 people because all my temps now are employed by me. Yeah. So my, my weekly payroll is about 27,000. Uh, and we do care very much uh, for those temporary uh, people, about 2,000 of which have been given, not bought, given shares in the company because the rules are now the same for everybody. If you've done a certain period of time, a qualifying period, we give you shares. Now, what was that light bulb moment? You called it the Eureka moment. It's when I, I, and I use the word I to start with, and then we've got to dispense with that word, and that is the Eureka moment. For the, for the 50 years that I've been doing the same job, it's never been the same any two days. Sure. And I want you to think for the first 25 years, I was running a small family business. It was concomitant to me to run the business, make the decisions, believe uh, that the responsibility lay with me, to, to go into the banks, to negotiate with the banks. Everything was my, all the big jobs were all mine. Sure. We grew um, about 25 years ago to about 50 million. and. Uh, we had a very good lifetime. We were making a lot of money, and it nearly killed me. Right. Absolutely. And that was my eureka moment that I personally couldn't go on. I'd absolutely exhausted myself running, owning a hundred percent, 
and running a private family business. Yeah. It wasn't out of ego, it wasn't out of need for reward. The driving force, which I've recognized for years, was the fear of failure. Right. I did not want to fail. So I worked too hard. Uh, and the, the losses in that, and I warn uh, people who are listening today to take some advice of this, is my losses are lost school days, uh, the sports days, the, the Christmas festivals, uh, all of those things. Today, I would give up half of my wealth to get half of that time back. But you can't. Wisdom is a thing that uh, always comes too late. Tim, now, know, at the 25-year moment, I literally, and I'm then, Roger, Mike, Jill and Jenny, they'd been with me 20 years. And I just said to them one day, look, it's killing me. And they said, I know, we can see it. Mm. Get out the way. Leave it to us. We can run this company better than you. I let them do it. And what's more, they were right. And that was my eureka moment. And since then, uh, I've been giving the company away. Uh, my own personal stake now is below 30%. In other words, 70% now belongs to the Employee Benefit Trust and about uh, 7,000 other persons. So it is a genuine, um, and we didn't sell uh, any of that. It's all been gifted. And we, every year, going through, we, I try to give it all away in one go. You're not allowed to. You're not allowed. No. But there are schemes out there which you can find quite easily. Very, I, I give both governments a compliment that have allowed me to give 70% away without any taxation problems, but it has taken probably 20 years to get there. Mm -hmm. And every year we give a further uh, 2-3% away, which the government allows me to do through uh, share investment schemes. Um, so I would like to think uh, by the time I pop my clogs, 100% uh, of the company will be gifted and it will be a complete employer benefit trust. Tim, thank you so, so much for that. Tim, um, what do you do to drive the standards of recruitment within your own business? That is very easy to answer. Uh, my management, which is all uh, self-generated, uh, we've educated them, uh, we've worked with them, um, and they have very, very high uh, quality expectations. So we don't really need to invent quality standards. No. Uh, when we come to administration, we've got all the 2,000 uh, ISOs. We have every qualification that's going. The BT Daily Telegraph uh, Award for Customer Service. Uh, that, that's not just the best agency, that's the best company in the whole of the United Kingdom. Brilliant. Uh, we take quality absolutely seriously. Um, one of the things that's changed, and I always see it with humour, uh, was that my mother uh, used to make 40% profit. I was more aggressive and wanted to grow the business, so I only made 30%. I handed over to Roger, Mike, Jill and Jenny. They said they wanted to take, uh, they call it the staircase, make it broader and higher uh, and more momentum. So they got down to margins of 20%. 
I thought they would fail. They've then really driven the company onwards, such that now uh, we have margins in some of our very big 100 million uh, contracts uh, below 10%. Now, why would I even mention that to you and your colleagues? Because it answers another question earlier mm. about technology. Mm. I wouldn't have thought 20 years ago I could get down to 10 base points. But it is the technology, the lowering of the costs, and my board that I still sit on still tells me uh, that it's cost down, cost down. So that's why we took the opportunity uh, to spend two sets of five million to make sure we've got that technology right mm. to allow us to go into the next phase of cost down. It's brilliant, Tim. Thank you for that. Tim, I know that uh, there's a lot of people, myself included, that always listen very carefully when you speak about the recruitment industry and how it shapes up. I'm really keen to get you to look into your crystal ball once again and describe your vision for how you see the recruitment industry developing over the next five years. Okay. It's going to be simplistic because obviously uh, it is far too complicated a question. I'd love to sit here and talk for a week with you about that, <laughs> but that wouldn't be relevant. So for simplicity, will you divide the market into three sections with me, top, middle and bottom? Okay. I am going to not ignore the middle. The middle has a requirement for employment agencies and uh, it is almost the traditional market. And it will continue, uh, I probably call it A to Z. Okay. The two that really interest me are the top and the bottom. Okay. Now, in the bottom one-third, the very large employers do not want to be bothered uh, with employment, cost of employment, uh, training, uh, illness, sickness, uh, providing career paths, etc. The kind of jobs uh, are not relevant. So, because they need to be this cost-down world that we're in, they're looking for partners to run that section of their workforce for them. Right. Where there is probably rotation, natural rotation, uh, and it is a perfect market for employment agencies. And very high volume, very low profit, but very high quality service. Now, you can fit those three together. It's a very difficult thing to do. Those that succeed in our industry will have got the formula right. Mm. I don't know whether you can see the Potemps badge on my lapel. It means that I've got three customers. The same one that all my competitors have uh, out there, and we all try and out-service each other, and I'm sure some of my competitors are as good as I am. I doubt that there are many of my competitors who are as good at looking at the temporary, the contract worker, uh, and trying to exceed their expectations. Uh, our service is free and confidential to them, but right from the very beginning, from my mother, we've put emphasis on that service to our customer, who is the temporary worker, the contractor. We treat them as, a con as a, an external person and we try and exceed their expectations of working with us. And the third one, which uh, I'm pleased to say, a lot of my competitors can't, 
or won't emulate is taking my own 2,500 people and giving them the company and making them my partner and so it's their company and then all we have to do uh, the management of the Potence Network Group is exceed the expectations of the partners that work with us. And that's a very powerful formula. Um, and that is what helps me in that very critical bottom one-third. The top one-third is different, uh, again, probably more uh, appropriate to the network side of the Potence Network. Mm -hmm company whereby you have specialist skills specialist services and again the market is very welcoming to us people are working on projects people are working on things that may not last forever mm. uh, they want extra IT people uh, they need extra accountants for a project that they're doing mm. uh, they need extra doctors uh, to cover for whatever the emergencies are the reorganizations are mm. and we can provide very highly qualified very highly specialist people um, into these uh, environments for fixed periods of time, months, even years sometimes. Now that market is still developing mm. and I can see it developing to infinity. So the middle market is steady, the bottom market will expand as people don't want to just uh, have employment on their books. Mm. Uh, lean and mean, Kazan again for my customers is the same as for me and the need for specialism and that I mean you think when my mother started she did everything mm. and then along came a little company called Accountancy Personnel they were in the same building as us uh, 14 Temple Street Birmingham and I remember telling a man called Richard Broyd he'd never make a living out of a small niche market <laughs> he proved me wrong many many times over it's a good, uh, it, it, good to be proved wrong on, on on that kind of thing. And Tim, I agree with you. I think um, I've certainly seen it in the twenty, you know, just in the twenty-seven years I've worked in recruitment, the um, the, the real niche specialists and and the emergence of those and the, the reliance of of clients on skilled recruiters, specialist knowledge of those skilled recruiters to find those people for them. So Tim, we're going to move into the lightning round now. Are you ready for my five questions? Probably not. <laughs> well, here goes. The lightning round. Um, Tim, what's the number one thing that you see holding recruiters back from becoming more successful? Greed. Not investing in what they're doing. Looking to make short-term, quite high returns. Uh, and then sell out, move on. Um, I don't feel uh, that the um, current crop have the, the love uh, of the industry that uh, I suppose uh, has been woven into me. Sure. Um, everything is too short term. You've got to invest. Uh, I mentioned in the previous round a 10 million investment. You can't stop investing. Brilliant. Thank you, Tim. Tim, what's the best piece of business uh, advice you've ever received? Never give up. Keep attacking. 
good that's a really good good uh, good piece of advice um tim what's something that you use personally or you see working brilliantly in your business right now the share investment plan seeing all my i call them my boys and girls uh, seeing them getting the rewards uh, seeing how their personal wealth their asset wealth uh, is increasing every year seeing the confidence that that gives them seeing the lifestyles that that gives them uh, i get a hell of a buzz out of that great great answer thank you tim um, now, Tim, I um, I know that you're a voracious reader. I know that uh, you enjoy reading business books, and I, I don't know if you'll even remember this, but um, a, a years ago, I was in Pertemps and I was delivering a training course. I was just a supplier into the business, and um, I just happened to be there on a day when you gave this book to every single employee within Pertemps. But as a guest on that day, I received my copy of the book, and I still have it. It's a brilliant book, Good to Great by, uh, by Jim Collins. Um, Tim, what's the best business book that you've read in the last, say, six months? I won't go any further than the book that you've got there. I mean, it re- you've read it, obviously. Yeah. Um, and I think I touched on it in our previous conversation when I pointed to the three faces uh, on my logo. Um, I we're still not there. Um, we I'm not even sure it's a winning line you ever get to, but I'm in a race. Um, I'm desperate to be in front, and I'm desperate to stay there. Uh, and I still, still haven't got my management uh, to pick up rubbish as they walk into the building. Um, when you're a great company, I think Walt Disney. Uh, the American Walt Disney is probably a great company because they they train and they train and even the finance director when walking around Disney who saw something on the floor would stop and pick it up I'm not sure my directors have really yet got it that everything matters every detail every nuance some of them are too important to pick up a bit of litter I'm not, uh, and uh, frequently do. Um, it is being great is so hard to get there, yeah. but it's an aspiration, and that is a brilliant book. And thank you, Tim. It's a really well thumbed copy in uh, in my home and my office. Um, Tim, if you woke up tomorrow morning, you still possessed all of the the knowledge, the experience that you've built up over the years. Um, but Pertemps wasn't around, and you had to start again all over from scratch. What would you do? Uh, become a foreign um, currency exchange dealer. <laughs> uh, it's just too easy to make money. Um, you basically, quite simply, follow the herd. Uh, as soon as you get in front, you're in front. As soon as you see it slowing down, you get out. Because of, I think it's quantitative easing. It has made the prediction of currency movements in the world ridiculously easy to pick. Uh, and you can make as much money as you want to out of foreign exchange. And I suggest you, you do do it because it's one of the few legal tax-free items left. If you want to make a, a few million tomorrow, it's dead, dead easy. I could tell you the movement of every major currency over the next six months. And as when you see it change or start to change, 
you just take your profit couldn't be easier Tim, I can I can I can see and hear a lot of people listening and watching this uh, this interview and 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 uh, rushing towards that as a career change. So thank you for sharing that, Tim. Um, we are coming to, uh, to to an end, but before we say goodbye, um, just one final piece of parting advice from you, and also, you know, how can people find out more about you and Pertemps following following uh, this interview? Um, we advertise frequently in the trade press. Um, when we have uh, vacancies, please apply for them and uh, come and join us. Fantastic. And Tim, one final piece of advice before you go? Um, keep attacking. Fantastic. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we've had Tim Watts, lifetime president of Pertemps Network in the live lounge today. Um, I, I know you'll agree with me. Tim is one of the most influential characters, business leaders in our industry. Uh, and I feel really honored that, uh, that he agreed to join me in the live lounge today. Um, remember that uh, in order to keep getting uh, these different interviews from other recruitment business leaders subscribe subscribe to recruiters live lounge please leave comments we're always really really pleased to uh, to hear comments on each of the interviews and we look forward to welcoming you back to live lounge soon take care bye bye listening to recruiters live lounge with roy ripper join us next time for more insights and incredible success journeys to help you be a better recruitment business leader would you like to be able to attract engage and place more candidates with your clients Firefish is a predictive recruitment sales and marketing platform that will help you do exactly that their SaaS solution incorporates an applicant tracking system recruitment marketing, CRM, KPI reporting, and full website integration. Go to firefishsoftware.com forward slash rec live lounge and schedule your free demo today.